0: So, good morning, everyone. Uh, um, so, for those of you who don't know me, my name's Philippa. I'm married to Dave with his pink jumper on. Uh, my choice. <laughs> uh, and it, it is good to be here this morning. I, can, I think just right at the start, I really just want to thank you for um, people who've been praying for me, um, because i 've been away for four whole weeks um, i've been off school as well been ill um, and so it is very very good to to be back and and to be well on the road to recovery you know god's so good um, and just grateful for his healing power aren 't we in our lives it's good so 2017. We're actually five weeks. Five weeks ago today was January the 1st. We're five weeks into 2017. And I just want this morning, as we travel through the Bible and um, through the different books and being really blessed with that, this week is a break week. But it doesn't mean we're going to abandon the Bible completely um, or at all. It is like biblically linked what I'm going to to be speaking to you about. But I just want us to be maybe slightly more reflective this morning. And um, I just want us to think about our 2000... You see, Eddie had a dream, and his dream right from being a child was that he would go to the Olympics. And he thought, well, he would go to the Winter Olympics, and he became a good skier, but he didn't quite make the mark. So his dream then had... This next idea was that he would go to the Olympics as a ski jumper. It was a challenge, He's never been any ski jumpers, any British ones, um, and it was a big challenge for him, and he struggled. Have you ever set yourself a challenge, an enterprising challenge, just something for you to do, something just because you can? You see, there's no European law against us setting ourselves challenges. Donald Trump can't stop you from setting yourself a challenge. You're free to do it. You know, challenges that we as disciples can set ourselves can both be spiritual... And also in the natural realm, so we can set ourselves spiritual and natural disciples. We, I want us to explore that today a little bit, about setting challenges for ourselves as holistic disciples. You see, life is best lived without Groundhog Days. Life is best lived when we 're not repeating day after day the same routines. Life is best lived when we set ourselves challenges in both the natural and the unseen realm i don 't know whether it 's my age um, and possibly it is, but last year i I was just I, I was just thinking about this, and I think as you get to a certain age and obviously I am a certain age. And I'm not going to tell you what that certain age is. Um, but I started to think about things, about setting myself challenges. I just didn't want my life to just suddenly go by and I hadn't achieved something. You know, I've set myself some challenges recently, just like did the Eagle. And I want to let you know how, I, well, how can I put this? That challenges are not without their challenges. So I set myself two challenges. The first challenge was... Well, I set us the challenge. (laughs) I took the lead there. Um, And the first challenge I set set for us was that whilst we could, I wanted Dave and myself to climb the three peaks. Now, the three peaks are um, Snowdon in Wales, Ben Nevis in Scotland, their mountains, big ones, and Scarfell Pike in the Lake District. And um, I thought it seemed like a good idea. Bought a magazine, and we set ourselves up to do this. I've, I've got Dave on board, I think. And, um, and we, we, we set us about preparing ourselves to climb these three peaks. We've not done it yet. When, you know, some people, the real keen is, they do it in 24 hours. And when we went to actually get our equipment and boots and everything, I was saying to the woman, um, and she was saying, what, what are you preparing to do? I said, well, we're going to do the three peaks. And she, she looked impressed, this lady, really impressed. And she said, are you? So I said, yeah, but we're not taking 24 hours. Like The real keen is we've given ourselves a year. LAUGHTER um, You know, in the Old Testament, there must have been people setting themselves challenges. It was even stated in the law, Deuteronomy 13 verse one, if a prophet or a dreamer of dreams arises among you, there must have been people there who were dreaming, who were thinking what could they do. It was expected that among what the Bible describes as church in the wilderness, some people would set themselves challenges. In the New Testament church, we follow the likes of Paul, don't we? Where we forget what's behind and strain ahead. Uh, Straining, follow me as I follow Christ. Straining forward is our natural mode as a disciple of Jesus. Not settling for the status quo in pursuit of challenge. You see, challenges are fuel for life. Imagine a life without challenge. It would be quite dreary and boring and repetitive. Lisa, Lisa has set herself a challenge. Lisa, do you want to just come and tell us a little bit? Tell me a little bit about the new hobby you've taken up. My new hobby is running. So last year I started Couch to 5K. So I started that last January. And then my next challenge, 2017, is going to be the London Marathon. So so Lisa went from zero to 5K. Yeah. How long's the marathon? 26.2. Get that .2 in miles. 26.2 miles. How are you finding this challenge, Lisa? Um, I'm finding it challenge. It's quite hard, it's demanding, because it's not just the running, it's the time and it's family space. Um, But I am very, very determined to succeed. But it is hard and, yeah, it's a real big challenge for me. Is life boring? I haven't got time to be bored. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, thanks, Lisa. So Lisa is done what I would say was quite a large, a large leap from 5k to, to marathon. But she set herself a challenge, hasn't she? And in that, it's a natural challenge. She's going to be running on April the 23rd, the London Marathon, Roger will be there cheering her on, and it's quite an achievement to do, and we're really excited to see how that goes. You see, a challenge not only keeps you awake and moving, and obviously it is with Lisa, but a challenge, even in the physical, can keep you sharp. It can give you courage and strength. You see, I believe that there are lessons that Lisa will learn as she's going through this in a natural way that she can apply will be applied in the spiritual realm and it's not making that distinction between oh that's just like that's a hobby and this is God we're whole disciples and as we reach and try and achieve things physically there will be things that will there will be fruit from that in the spiritual I believe. There are incidents, words and circumstances in life that if you don't courageously confront them, you can't move forward and you'll be stopped in your tracks and life will seem to be on hold. It's sad when your life is on hold from your late teens, your early 20s. Nothing ever changes. Everything remains the same. Do you know, Dave keeps a diary and sometimes we like, just writes a little bit each day and uh, sometimes he'll say, oh, let's have a look what we were doing this time last week. And it's last, last year, yes. And it's a bit sad when we look. And we read, say, so we would say, say we were doing it last night, so he wrote February the 4th, then we look what we were doing February the 4th last year. (laughs) It's so sad when we were discovering that we're doing exactly the same as we were doing February the 4th this year. So we go back two years and it's very, very similar. You know, life can be like that, can't it? The years can pass by, life's so busy, it's like a big, big treadmill that we're on and we have the best, best intentions, don't we? but sometimes they don't come to fruition. Let's not get to the end of 2017, New Year's Eve, and it's just the same as it was in 2016. Nothing has changed. Challenges, we've just not done anything. We've just been swept along by the busyness of life. Solomon, 2 Chronicles 7, verse 11 We read, Thus Solomon finished the house of the Lord and the king's house. All that Solomon had planned to do in the house of the Lord and in his own house, he successfully accomplished. Imagine being like Solomon. You set yourself a challenge and you did it. What an achievement! Another challenge, so I told you I had two challenges. I'm going to come back to my first one. But another challenge, and I set myself, and this was a major challenge for me. Um, so last, at the start of the 40 days leading up to Easter last year, um, I was with somebody, and they were just talking about something that they were going to do. They, were going to, they set themselves a challenge and something. And that was something that stirred in my heart, and I thought, yeah, I'm going to go for this. And the challenge was was to read the whole Bible in the 40 days leading up to Easter. Now that's quite, the Bible's quite a big book, and 40 days isn't the longest amount of time to do that. And I'm not saying this to boast or anything like that, because I know plenty of people here in this auditorium this morning will know their Bible better than me and know it um, inside out. But that was a challenge that I felt would do me good and would impose some discipline on my life to do, was to read the Bible in those 40 days. And it's a challenge that I achieved. Um, It was a little bit of a journey along the way. And I did feel a sense of accomplishment. But you see, through all of that... For me, it was a transformational time in my life, but I believe also that Dave, the children, my work colleagues, people that were around me, benefited from what I had achieved because it had transformed my life so much, from the peace I felt like by soaking in the word. My challenge was something that I set myself to do, but others benefited from me accomplishing it. You see, what did we read about Solomon? All that Solomon had planned to do in the house of the Lord and in his own house, he successfully accomplished. Solomon must have felt pretty good about finishing building the temple and his own house too. But all the people of God benefited from it, from his challenge. They had an amazing temple where they could go and worship the Lord you see even before Solomon we read about David in the Old Testament you know we all know the story or I'm sure we've got some idea of the story of David and Goliath 1 Samuel 17 uh, we read that whole story about the Philistine giant mocking the people of God Everyone scared to go and take on Goliath nobody asked David to do anything he was just the boy who took the sandwiches to his brother sent by his father then he has an idea. He set himself a challenge. I'm going to take on Goliath. Maybe it was a God-inspired challenge. Who knows? It wasn't King Saul setting him a challenge and in fact we don't actually read that God told him to do it. Do you understand? This was a challenge that David set for David. His big brothers didn't Really encourage him when he shared what the challenge was. Samuel 17, verse 28. We read, When Eliab, David's eldest brother, heard him speaking with the men, he burned with anger at him and asked, Why have you come down here? With whom did you leave those few sheep in the wilderness? I know how conceited you are and how wicked your heart is. You came down only to watch the battle. So it's not like cheering, not a huge encouragement, not cheering in on. You know, he was written off by his brothers you see when you set yourself a challenge people can write you off can we just have a look at the slide of the two guys so I don't know it's like Dave's a big fan of pointless does anybody know Sorry. does anybody know who the guy on the left is Does anybody know who he is this guy here Who? Who? Andy Murray. Andy Murray, are we happy? Yeah, Andy Murray. Sir, Sir, Andy Murray. Okay, number one tennis player, British number one, but world number one tennis player. Okay, this guy obviously on the other side obviously plays tennis too, because he's got a racket. Does anybody know who he is? <laughs> okay, does anybody know? This guy on the right, that's, well, this is Dan, Dan Evans. Do we know Dan? Nobody knows him. You see, Dan and Andy got to the same round in the Australian Open recently. They both got to the fourth round. He's British. He's British. He's doing quite well, actually, but we don't know him. What happened to Dan was actually people told him He was no good people told him to abandon his tennis because he wasn't getting anywhere people told him he'd never make it and he did for a time and then he came back you see he didn't listen to the words that people said to him eddie the eagle's dad said to him eddie you'll never get to the olympics give it up the Olympic committee said to him, Eddie, you'll never get to the Olympics, give it up. They weren't encouraged. You know the woman, do you remember the story of the woman in the gospel? She'd been hemorrhaging for years. She set herself a challenge one day, if only I can touch the hem of Jesus' garment, I will be healed. She set herself a challenge, but the challenge had its challenges. And when she went to where Jesus was, there was a huge crowd, they didn't move out of the way for her. But she pushed through and she achieved what she set out to do. Do you know we sat, out, we sat in this building this morning because there were people 30 years or more ago who set themselves a challenge to find a building for King's Church or Covenant Community Church and they pushed through. The challenge wasn't without the challenges. Let's be a people who are starters and finish. Let's push through the crowd. Let's go. Let's go back to David and Goliath. David set himself a challenge for David, but he knew. That God was with him. He had a deep faith and he knew God was with him, and he knew that in that challenge, God would be with him. 1 Samuel 17, verse 45 David said to the Philistines, You come against me with a sword and spear and javelin, but I come against you in the name of the Lord Almighty, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied. This day the Lord will deliver you into my hands, and I'll strike you down and cut off your your head he knows God's with him and he set himself and he set himself a challenge of doing something in partnership with the Lord Psalm 18 verse 29 the Psalm of David we read with your help I can advance against a troop with my God I can scale a wall do you know as Lisa runs the London marathon God will be with her if you set yourself a challenge, we're, we're, just, we're full of God, the Holy Spirit, aren't we? God will be with us. God's with us in whatever we do, natural or spiritual. You know, people are still doing it. I was just thinking, I was thinking about this, you know, like Gary Stretton. He, he, had, he set himself a challenge of setting up Homes of Hope. And now we have two Homes of Hope that we support um, in King's Church. But if Gary hadn't set himself that challenge, those homes wouldn't appear. David went on setting himself challenges throughout his life. In Acts 13 we read that David was a man after God's own heart. God loves it when his people are just like him. You know, God's heart is to set himself a challenge. He doesn't believe in the status quo. Isaiah 9 verse 7 says, we read there, there is no end to the increase of his government and peace. He had no need to create us, but he did. And he made us so that we could share his heart, his thoughts, his ideas. We're in his image. We are made so that we can partner with God. Of course, God can tell us to do things and we need to obey, but we can take initiatives. We can set ourselves challenges in the seen and the unseen. I guess I'm saying, don't just be happy and chilled waiting for a voice from heaven. Be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. Let's take some initiatives. You know, I've said that the crowd can get in... I said that the crowd got in the way, that Davis brothers didn't encourage him. Make sure that as you set yourself challenges that there are people alongside you, cheering you on. You know, being part of a community, a working that out in community is so vitally important. We've, we've just managed one mountain, and that was Snowdon. And it is high, if anybody's thinking of doing it. And it was hard. Um, And we went with our three children. We did it on my birthday in August and we went with our three children who are no longer children, but they're still our children, um, if you know what I mean. Uh, Just the three of them. So our two boys, John and Ben and Jess, our daughter. Now, John is a doctor. We felt that covered all medical (laughs) emergencies. Ben, Ben is big. OK, and Ben is, works out at the gym. He's quite muscular. We took Ben and he took a large rucksack with all that we needed. We didn't have to carry anything. He had all our water, absolutely everything with us. Now, John and Ben, they had their roles cut out. They knew what the, they had to do. It was quite an expedition. Um, and they, went on, they walked with us and then they went on ahead. But there was somebody who stuck with us the whole time. And that was Jess. So she wasn't a doctor, she wasn't didn't have the strength of ben but Jess we always said she was our encourager she was the one who was saying come on you can do it come on you can make it she was there cheering us on you see, we need people to do that. Make sure that you have people around you who are going to cheer you, to um, cheer you on as you set these challenges. We have Adrian and I there, who are very good at climbing mountains, and they're waiting to take us on our next mountain. <laughs> I don't really think they know what a challenge it is, but. <laughs> You know, there are many Bible verses about encouraging one another. Make sure that you do. Make sure that your challenge is that you live out of a community the people that can encourage you. Hebrew, you know, Dave mentioned about connect. Don't neglect meeting together. Hebrews 10 verse 25. Let's not neglect meeting together so that we can encourage one another. You know, um, I've been off work, obviously ill, And that's made me in a reflective mode, I suppose, in some ways. And I've started to think about time and how precious a commodity time is and that we should value our time and that we shouldn't waste our time. You know time is a gift and we want to use it well each day is a precious is a precious gift psalm 118 verse 24 this is the day the lord has made we will rejoice and be glad in it ephesians 5 verse 15 to 17 So be careful how you live. Don't live like fools, but like those who are wise, make the most of every opportunity in these evil days. Don't act thoughtlessly, but understand what the Lord wants you to do. Unless we appreciate each day and its opportunities, I believe we could get to the end of 2017 still with that thought, yes, I should do. Let's just have a look. Did Eddie the Eagle fulfill his challenge? His dad said he would never make it. He kept falling. People wrote him off. Will he do it? If you don't want to watch the spoiler, then just shut your eyes, put your fingers in your ears. He did it. He did it. And it's a true story. So will we set ourselves challenges you know it's there's 365 days in a year 36 of them have already gone out of 2017 there's 329 left over you can tell i'm a maths teacher i did just check that on my calculator though just in case you know what is it? What is it? What's going to be a challenge for you? I'm not suggesting that you do the London Marathon. I'm not suggesting that you go to the British, try and get into the Olympics. But with God on your side, you can step out of your comfort zone. It's character forming. It will be challenging. Maybe it's spending an hour a day in prayer. Maybe it's spending 30 minutes a day. Maybe it's reading through your Bible in a year. Maybe it's that you want to lose some weight or get fitter. Maybe you want to run 5K or maybe you want to speak to that neighbor about the gospel. Maybe you know when Malachi spoke exactly who you should be asking to come to Alpha but it's a challenge. Maybe you should be going for promotion. Maybe you should be inviting that neighbor around for a meal. Maybe you should move house or even learn to swim. Maybe you should be auditioning for the worship team or setting up a business or sorting out your finance. You see, there's a mixture there of spiritual and practical and natural things because we're whole people, we're whole disciples. God is interested in all of us. The fact is that there are all sorts of challenges. What I would say is no more Groundhog Days, adventures, do something new, the Lord is with us. We're with one another. Let 2007. Team? <laughs> 2000, yes. 2007 was good too, yes. But let 2017 be, when we get to New Year's Eve, let us just look back and say, I know that God was with me. I achieved this, this, and this. And I know that these challenges I set myself, I achieved. Amen. Amen.